Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am doing good. How are you doing? (laughs) Man, I'm doing great, man. Good. I'm doing great, man. It's the first fireside of the year. And um, for me, anyway, for me, I didn't do one. I missed, I didn't do one last week. I figured everyone was still basking in the holidays. So I didn't show up last week. I didn't come last week. That's good. I didn't show up either. Yeah, yeah. But week before we were able to do a little something. But um I'm I'm glad that uh that that uh we're able to be here today and, and hopefully some folks will, will will show up, man. But um I'm glad to do this recording. And I wanna talk about hey Chris, thanks for thanks for joining. I wanna happy new year, Chris. Oh, he went on and went off. Okay. Um I wanna talk about change, man. I wanna talk about um the importance of per- the importance of why change is important to personal development, and you know, Seth, man, I kind of want to work this out, you know, for for reasons for the um, for the cohort that, that we're doing. Right. But I think we really need to understand why change is important for personal development, and um, maybe even ask the question as as people come on, maybe um, even ask the question about what's the biggest change they've ever had to make. And how did it impact their lives? I think that's a pretty good question to if, if people jump on today. And if um, and if you don't uh, and if you're hearing this being recorded, if you hear this at a later recording date, um, ask yourself that question. What's the biggest change you've ever had to make and what impact did it have um, on your life, on, on your life? So. I just want to talk about a few reasons, man, and why it's important to change for personal development. And we could chop this up for a little while, man, just between you and I. Um, I, I have written down that inter- internal change will help you focus. Internal change will definitely help you focus. Um, change enables us to become the person that we want to be. Um, and brother, why, Seth, why do you think it's, why, why do you think so many people are afraid to change or afraid of change. Why have you ever been afraid of it in your life? Hey, Michael, thanks for joining the the the, um, the chat. Hey, Chris, thanks for joining. Hey, we're talking about change, guys. We're talking about change. We're talking about change and why it's important to personal development, and personal growth. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! But we're talking about change. Everybody has these hate to call them resolutions, but everybody has these commitments to, to change. But we're talking about reasons why change is so important. And our first. Our first point was that internal change will help you focus. And I was asking Seth, um, why do you think people are so afraid? Or have you been afraid to change or make changes, Seth? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm somebody who's pretty, uh, I'm pretty welcoming of change. Like I feel like in my foundation, I really understand and believe that change is healthy and that, you know, if we're not changing, that we're dying. And, you know, even with, um, even, even in a business setting, I think, you know, if, if you're not growing, if you're not changing, like, you know, stagnation is not healthy. Stagnation is dying. So I think I've, I've always seen that, but I think yeah, it's a lot easier to like say, oh yeah. And like, you know, say amen to that than to actually yeah. live it out. So I think I might be more welcoming to change than some people that I know, but I still think that, um, Again, it's easier to talk about it. So once that change actually ends up happening, it's a lot harder. Um, I notice that especially what I struggle with is when I put together a plan and then that plan changes, which happens 
yeah. every single time I put together a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Plans so I think that, that's the hard, that's the hard piece. I, I am excited about change because I know that ch- opportunity comes with change and opportunity comes with growth. Um, and that naturally things are going to change. But then once I get into the nitty gritty of it and things actually start changing, then that becomes a lot, that becomes harder to handle. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's, that's, that's true. I, I think a lot of us don't want to admit that, okay, change itself may be hard and we, and we're on a podcast like this or we're on this, this fireside chat like this and yeah, let, let's change it. But in the middle of it, when you have to make the change and do the change, it's a little bit difficult, but we have to see it through. I want to invite all you guys to the stage that want to come on up. Hey, Ryan, good to see you. Thanks for joining. I said, Chris, and Michael, thanks for being on. Um, and, uh, we're talking about change today. We're talking about change. Um, and if you would care to share a time or, or a, a moment where you had to make a big change and what impact did it have on your life? Seth said something. Um, he said, plans are always changing. Um, plans do change, but the goal should never. How we reach that goal and how we plan to reach it might change, but uh, the goal should never change. I'm, I'm a big sports enthusiast. If you listen to this at all, you know I used to coach football for 20-something years. Yeah, they were – times we had to change the game plan but the goal was still the goal so uh living an unstoppable life and and change is important in personal development you have to change and i'm talking about guys even silly things like man, change the the decor in your in your just move a couch from one side to just change, get used to bringing about change in your life so you're used to change so you're used to change i was having this conversation um, with, with uh, quite a few young people. I'm like, listen, personal growth might mean, and you guys tell me whether you agree with this or not, um, it might mean you have to change your location. You have to change the, the, your point of view. You have to change what you see every day when you come out of your house. That may make you dream. That may make you reach a little further. Um, if you're looking at the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, it's hard to... Uh, it's hard to welcome change. It's hard to welcome change. Isidro, man, how you doing? Good to see you. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks for jumping on. Seth, do me a favor, man. Can you change that fortune cookie for me? I was sitting here talking and I looked at that fortune cookie. I got it. One thing... <laughs> Guys, we're talking about change. We're talking about change. We're talking about change as far as it, it being important for personal development. Our first point was internal change will help you focus. External change will shape you. So I've had an internal change, then there's an external change. There's some change that we can't control, but external circumstances and changes will often have a dramatic effect on our career, our lives, whatever. And these changes, no matter whether they seem to be good or bad at the time, will teach you something new. That's what change does. It teaches you something new. External change makes you more flexible, more understanding, prepares you for the future. Just as internal change will encourage you to progress, external change will give you an experience to drive and push you forward. And you guys want to jump on stage and want to talk about a moment where you realized you had to change and it might have been a scary change, a scary moment. But uh, now looking back, you're so glad you made that change. It helped you grow personally. Sidro, what's happening, man? Let me accept the You got him, Seth? Good. Come on up and, and uh, give us a good word, brother. How are you? Doing well. Happy New Year, man. Same to you, man. Yeah. Same to you. I love this uh, topic. 
of change. I, um, in the podcast that I, I host, it's a, I, t- I talk about my experience growing up in the taco truck. And one of the things I use this as a metaphor, uh, and I've been working on this episode. So you, you guys, you guys are going to contribute to helping me shape it. So if I ever get famous, I'll put you guys on the credit. Well, thank you. Of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> because, and so my father used to have this thing uh, on the side of his, uh, by his belt buckle. And I have a photo of it from the 1980s and it's a coin dispenser. Right. And we, my dad used to use Spanglish words like many people, right? That, you know, when you can't think of a word, you combine two in English and in Spanish and it comes out. And so we used to call this device a change, chera, a chanchera, right? It's like a Spanish term, but it's, it's a, but it has the word change in it because it would dispense coins to give you change. Yes. And I, and I use this as an inspiration. And as a matter of fact, when I moved from, from San Jose to Denver, I was getting rid of a lot of stuff. And I found this, this old, the original one that my dad used to use. And it just got me to think about how my father was exemplary. Well, both my parents were, they came from Mexico in the 1970s, late seventies, and they started their own food truck business. And if you think about it, I, you know, they, they were, my dad was in his early forties, my mom's in mid mid thirties. And that's a huge change, leaving their family, all their loved ones, right? And traveling up north and, and making a life there. So when I think about the word change, it's always happening, right? Even the earth, the earth itself is always changing, whether it's plate tectonics, right? Causing earthquakes, yeah. tidal waves. Yeah. And if anything, like if you follow the steps of the earth, it's always changing. The weather's changing, climate's changing, and and yet here we are as humans, we fear this thing, right? That we fear change because it's, you know, we you settle into a certain place that we think it's comfortable and we don't want to change that. But even if that, that comfortable zone is causing pain to others or even yourself. So I love to use the metaphor that my dad had this change, this coin dispenser that would dispense change because change, whether we like it or not, it's happening to us. Right. We're getting older. Our bodies are even changing. Our, our minds could be changing. Yet I always, I, I always tell people that if what's, what's harder than, um, changing people's minds is changing people's behavior. So when I hear you talk about internal and external, those, those are the two things that you're talking about. And I, I just wish more people would embrace it. And I know it's scary for others because change for others sometimes is a life threatening thing, but when you come out on that other side, it's just, I mean, when you're able to talk about that change and share it with others to hope to inspire, that's the magic, but it works. Yeah. Change works because yeah. it's happening all the time. All the time. Thanks for that, man. And thank you for sharing that change. I remember that, that little change machine. I'm aging myself now. I mean, if you went to any carnival, any park, any outdoor vendor, I know exactly that tool that your dad called the change. Jetta, man. Love it. <laughs> but but thank you for sharing. You're exactly right. I mean, change is difficult, but change also ensures that life stays exciting. Life stays exciting. When we talk about internal, external change, like I said, an, an internal change helps you focus. External change will shape you. But change also ensures that life stays exciting. Hey, Bart, thanks for jumping on, man. Thanks for, for seeing your um, 
Thanks for checking us out today. But change, we're talking about change. Change ensures that life stays exciting. No one really wants to live a boring life, right? No matter whether change is internal or external, it's undeniable. Just like Isidro said, that it, 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 it keeps your career interesting. It's, you are always changing whether you like it or not. So you might as well embrace it. You might as well um, uh, change for, for the better. Change means that your experience as a, as a, just say you're a project manager. It might mean that, that it'll differ from day to day, month to month. It'll transform from one year to the next. Uh, it seems like just fellas on here today, uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure, but it seems like just fellas on here today. But guys, we ought to be better men this year. We ought to be better men today than we were yesterday. You know, so, you know, um, people say, oh, you've changed. You ought to say thank you. Yeah, yeah. Change is short. <laughs> yeah. Life stays exciting. You know, I think, what do you think, Seth? I, th- I think that uh, one of the one of the things I've tried to develop and uh, that for a while I thought was a weakness, but now I think that it's becoming a strength of mine is I've became very okay with changing my mind very quickly. Um that doesn't mean that I'm flippant about changing my mind, but you know, with ideas we're pursuing or ways we're doing things, um, I think I've became very okay with saying, all right, let's change how we're doing this. You know what? Uh, the, this isn't working as well. Let's change it. And I think part of that comes because for a while, I think there's been seasons in my life where there's been an extreme like stubbornness to, um, you know what, we're going to do it the way that we said we were going to do it three years ago. Um, you know, I, you know, I had this idea then I had this plan then. And, and it's almost like there's times where we, we like grit our teeth and we, you know, clench our fists and we hold to this original, these original plans that we had. And it's like, we care more about that original plan happening than anything else, even though it's already out the window. Um, but we're just not embracing it. So it's it's interesting because I see this juxtaposition of like where there's times in my life where I've held to a plan so stubbornly that I've probably missed other opportunities. And so now I'm now I feel like it's becoming more comfortable for me to be okay with changing my mind pretty quickly um, and being okay with that. Even though some people are like, "Man, you you just told me last month you believed this about this topic," and it's like. Yeah, I did at that, you know, at that time, but you know, I've found new information, I've learned new things and now I'm here and, and just being okay with that. Yeah. Do you think that stubbornness, um, is directly connected to our ego that just wants to be right? You know, I want to be right. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it this way. I think, I think, um, I think probably, yeah. I th- I think that is prob. I th- I think that that is really connected. And I mean, for me, in the last like year and a half, it's been about a year and a half since I, you know, business wise, since we just started focusing on podcasting. Before yeah, podcasting yeah. was one of many things that I did, um, and I was afraid to focus because my original business plan did not have anything about podcasting in it. Um, you know, my original business plan looked very different than my business does now, but that was six years ago. And over those six years, I was really afraid to focus. I was afraid to like change our business model because in the back of my mind, I had this emotional attachment to like, I want the original, I want the first business plan to be the one that makes it. 
And I wanted to be able to say like, I had this plan and it worked. And part of that was probably pride out of seeing like, well, part of it was definitely pride out of, you know, knowing that a lot of people, you know, business plans always change. And so wanting to be the one that was like, well, my business plan didn't have to change. Um, so then, you know, and you know, shocker of a story, as soon as I kind of like got over that and was like, you know what, I'm going to like, you know, forget about, you know, learn from, but I'm going to forget about that first model and I'm going to be okay with letting that die. And we're going to make the best decision for what we have today, which was to focus and niche down on podcasting. And things have been great ever since then. Um, you know, not without challenges, but I mean, definitely more successful than before. So it's, and at first, so for me, it was definitely a, an ego thing where like I wanted that first, I wanted to be able to say that that first business model was the one that worked. Yeah. And it's, and it's funny out, out of all the things that we know um, you guys on here are, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, we know, and we, we read a lot. The first plan never works, but ours was going to work, right? Our very first business plan was going to work. Without, yeah, no. without adjusting. <laughs> now, now I tell people that like, if you're going to write, if you're going to spend time writing a business plan, and this is true for any part of your life, like if you're going to make a plan, then really, I mean, the only purpose of that plan is so that you know the first option that's going to fail. Like that plan is going to be the first thing that fails. Uh, and then you can move on. So <laughs> yes, go and make a plan, like spend time, you know, researching, making a plan, but also just be okay. Know that like it's going to change. Yeah. Hey Tina, welcome to the um, to the chat. We're talking about change, and always good to see you, Tina. Happy New Year! We're talking about change and how important it is to personal development and personal growth. I want to invite any of you guys to the stage that might want to talk about a time. Uh, uh, maybe you want to talk about the biggest change you ever had to make, and how did it impact your life? Um, we're talking about change, and, and we talked about how um, external change will shape you. Uh, uh, internal change will help you focus. Uh, and we talked about change and short life stays exciting. And and I, I do want to tap into this also, as I'm hoping you guys want to jump on stage. Change leads to opportunity and experiences. Yep. Change leads to opportunities and experiences. Uh, and that that's what Seth just talked about. Maybe I missed some opportunities because I wasn't willing to change. You know, this is what this is what change leads to. It leads to opportunity and experiences you may never have. Each each change in your career, um, it's an invitation to 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 try to experience, uh, take advantage of a new opportunity. Tina, come on up. Good to have you. Happy New Year. Tina, I think that you are muted. Yeah. There you How go. about now? Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I, I wanted to mention that, oh, after I got my master's degree, I was had a lot of social anxiety about speaking in front of groups. So I went ahead and booked a bunch of different speaking engagements in the United States and forced myself to do that multiple times. And then subsequently, after I got my PhD, did that for the company for which I worked. And now... This year, in July, I'm going to go to London to speak at an ADHD autism conference. And I think I wouldn't have had that opportunity, or I may have, but I may not have taken it if I didn't make that change. That is huge. And uh, we salute you for that courage. Um, 
and 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 thanks for sharing. <laughs> thanks for sharing that. So so was this just something that you said while you're taking your master's? Let me. This is, I know I'm afraid of this thing. I know I don't really like doing it. Was this suggested to you by someone else? Or just something you said? You know what? Let me just do it myself. Well, as a clinician, I know the only way to get through certain types of fears is to do it on repeat and often. Yeah. So it's another reason I come to the stage so that I also keep talking. Um, I had this ever since I was a kid doing book reports in front of the class and holding onto the podium and just shaking. And I would have a great report, but I'd be so nervous and fearful that I wasn't doing great or being judged by my peers. So I knew I needed to do that. And as a clinician, I knew how to do that and made that decision for myself. Well, Tina, I thought that you came to the stage because you liked us, but we're happy to have you here at the stage anyway. I do like you. I do. I do. <laughs> so glad to have you. And thank you for sharing how you faced that fear and decided to make a change. Uh, I want to, hey, Andy, welcome to the program. Um, nothing, you will miss opportunities if you choose not to change. You'll miss experiences. Tina shared now she's She's not only speaking in the United States, she's headed over to London. She would never got these opportunities if she just stuck to her guns and said, that's not my strong suit. That's not what I'm going to do. That's, but look at the experience, look at the life experiences that she'll be able to talk about, write about, and share with others because she embraced change. I'm telling you, change is important for personal development. It's important for personal development. It, it, it really is. Change also, and, and while, if anybody else wants to come up, come up and talk about a change they made and, uh, uh, and what impact it had on their lives. Hey, Chris, welcome, man. Welcome, good to see Chris talking about change today, come on up. But change also ensures that bad situations end. You ever think about that? Huh, <laughs> tell, me, tell, tell me more. Change ensures that bad situation ends. Um, whether uh, it is incited by you or it, it occurred organically. All right, say that um, I'm, I'm having some uh, I'm, I'm having some problems in, in okay in, in my physical. Okay, I'm a little bit overweight. I've got some labored breathing. Whatever the case may be, you know what? Let me in, let me let me bring about change. Let me adopt a different lifestyle. In this bad situation, all of a sudden my blood pressure is down. All of a sudden my sugar is regulated and my diabetes is regulated. All of a sudden I'm not having those physical problems I once had uh, before the change. And now after the change, that bad situation then. Maybe there's a problem with your finances. Maybe you have a tax problem. Maybe you have uh, uh, some other problem. But when you change, it ensures that you may have to go through, but the key word is through, but it will ensure that that bad situation might change, well, will change, uh, will stop because you change. <laughs> you know, we don't look at change that, that brings about uh, bad, that will bring bad situations to an end. What do you have, what, what is negative, what is, what in your life is negative right now that, that you're having a hard time with right now in your life that you know that if you changed it, that bad situation would end. And it takes courage. To change whatever that thing is, I don't know if it's an attitude. I don't. I, I, it could be anything. But the bad situation will end when you change, or maybe you're stuck in what Seth and I talked about before. I'm stuck in my ego. That's just the way I am. 
and I'm just going to stay right here. Nobody's going to change me. And that <laughs> never ends for you. <laughs> what yeah. do you say, Seth? Well, I, I was thinking about how you mentioned that change when we're welcome, when we're open to change and when we embrace change, how it opens up opportunities. And, um, you know, over the last, I would say, especially over the last year to two years, uh, you know, of all of the craziness, there's been a lot of issues over the last two years in our society. So I don't have to mention too many specific issues for people to get an idea. Um, I have noticed for me that I have a, I'm, I'm less willing and less excited. And this might be a fault on my end. I probably need to be more loving, but I'm less excited to talk to people that I can tell, you know, and I of course can't tell, but that it seems like they are not open to changing their mind or open to hearing to actually like listening to other perspectives. So, and that goes on both sides of any issue. Um, you know, there's people that agree with things that I agree with, but I don't really want to talk to them if they're not also open to hearing other perspectives. So I've noticed this for me, like uh, when, when I sense that people maybe are not willing to embrace change or even like, you know, accept that maybe there's some ideas that they have or that we have that can change and that that's not a wrong thing. I haven't been as excited to engage in those conversations. And a minute ago, you said that change brings new opportunity. And you know what? Like if my perspective of not being willing to change is going to dictate what conversations I get to be a part of and what conversations I don't, I mean, Ralph, you and I both know that, you know, where do opportunities start? Opportunities usually start with a conversation. They usually start with other people. And so I think that having this perspective of not being willing to change and not wanting to change and kind of this stubbornness about, you know, whether it's things we believe or things we're doing where it's just, you know, my way or the highway, I think it's going to close the door to a lot of opportunities um, that we don't even know. We don't even know they're there. So that was kind of what I was yeah. thinking about when, yeah. when you were talking was just like, I think there's some, there's some under the radar social dynamics that happen when we are not open to change where we're not going to get in the same rooms. We're not going to get to have the same conversations. We're not going to be introduced to the same people and that's going to lead to less opportunities in our life. Yeah, you're exactly right. Wendy, how are you? Um, thanks for joining Wendy. But Seth, I have to say this and I, and I, and I, we're talking about change guys. We're not talking about this. Is what I'm not talking about. I think all of us have a core value system, right? Um, a core value system. When, when I'm talking about change, and, and, I, and Seth, I, I believe you're talking about it too, we're not talking about letting someone change your core values. We're talking about not being cut off from hearing their core values or hearing what they believe. Right. Don't, let anybody, don't let anybody shake your core values, right? You, and, and hopefully you have a tribe. You might share the same core values, but our plans and how we go about reaching our goals, we have to be open to changing our plans on how to reach the same goal. Like, I, I, don't, I don't want you guys to leave here thinking that you should be wishy-washy or unstable in your own personal value system. That's not mm-hmm. what we're talking about. We're not talking about being unstable in your own personal value system. We're talking about within your tribe. We're talking about within 
a, a group like this to where we're all moving in the same direction. We have the same core values, but our plan and we're willing to change our plan to reach the same goal. Yep. Did that make sense? Did that make sense? Hopefully yeah, I think that's, hu- yeah, I think that's huge to, to know. Um, and to focus on is that, you know, we're going to have these core values and there might be some evolution of those, but in general, our core values probably aren't going to change too much over time. They probably shouldn't change too much over time, but how those are expressed um, in our life and how those incorporate into, you know, our plans and and our beliefs. And, uh, you know, one, one interesting example, um, you know, you and I both talked about it before, but like we're, people of faith and you know i go to church and the church that i've been to um i know well my pastor was on on your podcast actually aaron stern yeah and uh you know one thing they talk about and that i've always liked that aaron talks about is they draw a bullseye and in the middle of the bullseye they pretty much you know they kind of have the like these are the core values of our church like these are kind of the non-negotiables like if you go to this church and you don't believe these things, it's going to be hard for you to fit in. And those were like the essential, like, you know, like those are, were kind of the essential like faith beliefs. And then he drew another right. circle and said, these are, you know, these are um, interpretations. You're probably going to have different interpretations than I will. And that's okay. You can still be a part of our community. We might look at things a little bit differently. These are not as important as our core values. And then on the outside, they had preferences. They said, everybody's going to have different preferences. It might be preferences of what prayer looks like, what worship looks like, you know, all those different things. And so they kind of had this like bullseye model where it was like, okay, there's going to be these core values that are connected to our life. And and those core values of your life are not going to change. But, you know, your your plans, your interpretations, your preferences, all of those things, th- those are going to be the things that we need to be okay with kind of shifting and changing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, before we go, anybody else want to jump on stage and talk about a big change that you had to make and how it impacted you? We've heard, some, we heard from Isidro today. We've heard from Tina today. Um, anybody else care to share? Anybody else care to share? Want to come on up and talk about change? I'd love to hear your story. I love to hear, uh, you know, something that you changed that, that was maybe out of your comfort zone, but it really impacted your life in a, in a, in a good way. All right. You know, but guys, listen, we talked about changing today. We talked about the importance of it when it comes to personal growth. Get in the room with some people that you're normally not in the room with. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, don't, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to cross-pollinate, if you will, all right? Cross-pollinate, you see that bee that just goes from plant to plant? You can't grow, you can't grow unless you cross-pollinate, you know? So, and when it comes to personal growth, um, you know, you might have a friend of a different culture, they might do different practices, you know? Um, And hey, go go to a dinner, go to a program when they invite you, just go. Just, just, just go. You never know who you're going to get in the room with. You never know yeah. what's going to happen. You never know what opportunity it might lead to. But I'm going to tell you what, what change does do. We talked about it. We talked about internal change will help you focus. External change will shape you. Change yeah. ensures that your life stays exciting. Change leads to opportunity and experiences. And change will ensure that bad situations end. Change will ensure 
And you could fill in the blank, whatever bad situation you're in. I don't know what bad situation you could be in, but change ensures that that bad situation ends. That's all I got for you guys today. What do you say, Seth? It's good stuff. I'm excited about it. And uh, yeah, I want to mention to anybody listening, you know, if you haven't already, go check out Ralph's podcast, uh, Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr., and then also, you know, speaking of change where, um, you know, I'm kind of helping behind the scenes, but Ralph, tell us a little bit about the six, six week, um, six week cohort, six week mastermind that you're launching here soon. I tell you what, we're so excited about it. We launched at the end of January. It's a six week cohort. Um, we're signing up about at 20 people. We like to get 20 people, no more than 20, because we want to keep it, we want to keep it personal. And um, it's, it's just one of the, it's it's a it's a six weeks mastermind group. It's going to help you reach your full potential. We're going on this journey together, um, and it's going to be packed with all kinds of value. It's 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 weekly Zoom trainings. It's bonus trainings, personalized coaching. There's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of stuff going on there. We're bringing mm-hmm. in some outside people to talk about uh, uh, you know training on building online platform. I'm, I've talked Seth into helping me do that to come on in and be part of that cohort and, and develop that. We're talking to bringing a friend of mine, Eileen Slatko. You probably heard of her here on Fireside. She's been on my podcast too. Uh, we're going to um, bring her into talking about um, uh, you know achieving financial freedom. But it's six weeks of personal development and growth, six weeks of personal training. I mean, what a way to start off the year. Uh, but not only will you be part of the cohort, you'll be part of this cohort for life, for life. Yep. And we're doing some things. So um, go to my website, Ralph at com, and hit the apply. And uh, when you apply, the team will get to you. I, you might even get a phone call from Seth. Uh, and it'll teach you how to sign up and be part of it. If it's not for you, maybe it's for somebody you know. Maybe it's for somebody you know. But I would mm-hmm. love for you to go on this six-week journey um, uh, with me together and um, just to reach our, help us reach our full yeah. potential and uh, being the people that we're supposed to be. Yeah, it's going to be great. If anybody, if you or somebody you know might be interested, just send them to ralphgravesjr.com slash apply um, or get them in touch with either of us. And uh, this is the first cohort that you're doing, Ralph. And so I'll tell everybody in here, um, the goal of this first cohort is not for Ralph to make a bunch of money. It's to get results. And so this is really the first cohort where we're going to be going through um, the new content, going through the coaching. And the the sole focus is going to be personal contact with the members and um, making sure that over six weeks that everybody sees tangible results in their life. Um, so that, you know, in the future we have better, we have better idea of what's working well in this program so we can release it to more people. But this first cohort, it's going to be special to me, a little bit more, a little bit more intimate. It's really affordable. Um, so anybody that is interested, just head to ralphgravesjr.com slash apply and, uh, somebody will get in touch with you. I would love for my fireside family to be a part of it. I would love for my fireside family to be part of it. So, Thank you all for joining in. And uh, Seth, talk about your podcast, where they can listen. Yeah, we got the Small Business Storytellers um, releasing episodes twice a week, um, Tuesdays or Mondays and Thursdays, um, anywhere you find uh, podcasts. And uh, here on Fireside, we bring a lot of our guests on to kind of do more casual Q&A conversations. So um, that is where we focus on sharing some of the best and 
best and I think most impactful business stories that you've probably never heard of because there's amazing entrepreneurs all over the place um, that are doing incredibly impactful work. So um, yeah, search small business storytellers or uh, head over to my profile to, to see more of that. But I'm excited to, to join you next week. Ralph, we'll be right back here. Very good. You guys have a wonderful week. Let's be unstoppable together. I'll see you next Wednesday. See you now.